This is Jane Sloss, and I'm delighted to give you a tour of This Is Home and share some of my work with you. Welcome to Firecat Galleries. For me, this series has been an exploration of the ethereal idea of home, what feels like home, and how that relates to a physical place. When I started the project, I was interested in telling people's stories through paintings. So the interviews with the residents were an opportunity to gather those stories, collect inspiration, go back to my studio and paint. The interviews were fantastic, each one with a new and interesting experience of home. So I wanted to share a small portion of each interview with you and give you a glimpse at the inspiration for each painting. So please walk with me counterclockwise around the gallery. We'll start with the small painting on ceramic nearest to the door. This piece is the only painting in the room that I didn't paint. It was painted by my great-grandmother, Emma Lanann, my father's grandmother. Emma was a prolific painter. Emma passed away before I was born, so I never met her. But growing up, when visiting my grandparents' house, I saw her work, and it made her seem familiar. This work in particular evoked curiosity in me. It is a painting of the home in Fonda, Iowa, where my grandmother grew up with her six siblings. The painting made me wonder about my grandmother's experience growing up. What was it like to grow up in a small town with so many siblings? My own family had moved six times from when I was born until I graduated from high school. So the idea of home was ever-changing for me. My grandparents' home meant a lot to me. It was a place that stayed the same. It felt warm and familiar because of the hospitality of my grandparents and also because the place and the things contained there felt reassuringly unchanging. This painting was among those things. It hung on the wall of my grandparents' dining room. Now let's take a look at the next painting to the right of this one. Look for a garden. Included in this series of paintings about home is a painting of my home. My experience of home, as I mentioned, changed a lot as I was growing up. And as a young adult, I lived in Phoenix, Baltimore, and Alabama before settling in Chicago. I lived in Chicago for seven years, six of those years on the first floor of a three-flat in Andersonville. Depicted in this painting is a garden I cultivated in the backyard of that home. I chose to paint the garden because I was surprised by how much more connected I felt to the place after I planted a garden. The garden was also particularly special because it provided me with a quiet refuge. I would water the garden at night and I cherished the solitude and the opportunities for reflection provided by that time. I also built a large patio table, and we strung globe patio lights, and it became a place to host dinners and parties with friends. I have many happy memories of that place. I often marvel at the serendipities of art and making art. I was developing this project when my partner and I decided to move in together, which meant moving to the northern suburbs, so we can split commutes in different directions. It's been special and meaningful to me to consider this idea of home, this previous home, and all the stories that people shared with me as I transition the place of home for myself and make a new home. Now let's take a look at the next painting. Look for the painting with a view of the sky while lying on a trampoline. This is the home of Charlie Branda. I met Charlie as a volunteer with Architecture for Humanity. Charlie is working to create a community art center in Chicago's Old Town neighborhood. 
I really appreciate Charlie's thoughtfulness about her home and her neighborhood. I think many Chicagoans, including me, can relate to our complex feelings associated with the injustices present in our neighborhoods and our city. In parallel to that complexity, Charlie had many happy things to say about her home and sharing her home with her family. She talked about a number of special places in her home. I was particularly moved by the way she talked about spending time in the warm weather on the trampoline in the backyard. In the summer, I really like, we have a big trampoline in our backyard. Mm -hmm. And it's got a big net around it, mm-hmm. and sometimes I just go out there and sit when the kids are at school because um, I know it's kind of like you can look up and see this little net around this patch of sky and like trees up above the net, and I feel like oh, this is the little patch of earth where I belong, and um, I can read my little book there or write in my journal, and um, yeah, and I kind of feel at home there, and and. My daughter and I have had a lot of fun out there on the trampoline just watching the stars at night and, um, you know, having butt wars and stuff. (laughs) I feel like this is the little patch of earth where I belong. What a wonderful way to describe the feeling of home. So I made a painting of the view you have laying on the trampoline in Charlie's backyard and the patch of sky framed in that spot. Now let's take a look at the next painting. Look to the right for a painting of a big old tree. This is the home of Todd Wiltsey, Linda Rosal. Linda Rosal and Todd Wiltsey have lived in their West Logan Square home for 11 years. Todd and Linda feel rooted in their home, and Todd described the honey locust in the backyard as the soul of the property. I don't even know if I've ever said this to you directly, but I mean, when I'm biking home from work, it's partly I just, I love biking, but it's also just like, I'm going home, I'm going home, and it's just kind of that feeling of it being a destination and kind of just you know, away from everything. And it's quiet here. It's, we're on a quiet street. We've got a quiet yard most of the time. The a lot of what we get attached to here, I think, too, is, um, frankly, it's like the sweat equity <laughs> that's in the place. Yeah, you yard. know, like I, you know, when you strip paint off things and finish them yourselves. All the moldings, all the doors. All the hardware. hardware you, yeah, it makes it less, much less likely that you're going to want to just yeah. pick up and leave. Mm-hmm. Even though every once in a while you're like, maybe I should just, I don't know. Every every bit of landscaping in the yard is is by us, and mostly by Linda. And, you know, it was literally a. It looked like one of the. Looked like where the hippos. It looked like live. a hog waller. Well, yeah, where the hippos <laughs> live at the zoo, and it, you know, it's just mud, packed down mud. Right. That's all there is. There are a couple things: the yuccas and the peonies are yeah. the only things there that. Yeah, and the tree. A couple tulips. The tree. We love our tree. Oh yeah. Trees are one of the our. Tree. The tree. is one of the, the most important. The tree is the soul it. of the property. The tree in the back. The tree yeah. in the back. Yeah. It's a you know seventy eighty year old honey locust. It's, it's more like ninety a hundred now. Five foot diameter or something. I think when we moved in, they told us it was eighty five years old, but it's nearing the end of its lifespan. Mm. It's a good so old craggy tree, and not common here to have trees that large. Linda has carefully created the backyard to be a dynamic place, with things blooming at nearly every time of year. Very few of the plants that are there were there when Todd and Linda moved in. The tree, though, is a constant. Linda describes it as old mannish. I decided to paint the tree because it seemed to be a physical manifestation of the way in which Todd and Linda are rooted in the place. It's been consistent and seems a meaningful part of the property for Todd and Linda. Now let's take a look at the next painting. Look to the right for a painting of a window with vines growing on it. 
This is the home of Katrina Van Valkenburg. I'm Mike Newman. Katrina and Mike have lived in their current West Town home for 13 years. Mike and Katrina say they feel at home in their house and that when they first found it, they knew it was just right for them. Mike and Katrina's house is completely covered in ivy in the summer. They say that the house is alive and that it changes through the seasons. And the house is really different in the summer versus the winter. In the spring and summer, it's like alive. I mean, the house is completely covered in plants, both on the the brick ivy, but also in the back, there's like crazy vines in the back. Um, and in the winter, they all drop everything. And so the house becomes a brick house in the winter. Um, but like if you were telling somebody, oh yeah, ours is the, you know, that house down there. You, in the summer, you would absolutely say ours is the one covered in ivy because like everybody knows the house because it's completely covered in ivy. There's something kind of like you really feel the sum, like you feel the green and the summer and everything. Like when you look out the windows, you're looking through the ivy, you know, so it's, it's present. Um, and like certain times you open up the front door and there's like a million bugs because they all living in the ivy right then. And then other times you, when you open the door, you get this little rain of seeds that come down because for like a week it, they seed, you know. And so like you feel the time and the season in a way that I think most people in most houses don't. And we used to cut the ivy back off the windows up here. But, you know, we kind of like it. I think it kind of might freak our neighbors out across the street. But it sort of feels like you're living in a tree. It kind of feels like a tree house, and there's something kind of lovely about that feeling that I kind of like of the world being filtered through the green. I thought it was interesting that Mike described the house as alive. I was really struck when Katrina mentioned that they used to cut the ivy back at the windows, but now they like to let it grow across the windows, and that it feels like living in a tree or a tree house. It made me want to paint one of the windows in the second floor living space to try and capture a bit of that treehouse feeling. Now let's take a look at the next painting. Look for a painting to the right of a cozy corner of a living room. This is the home of Betsy Rubin. I interviewed Betsy in July of 2014. She's a longtime resident of Hyde Park. I chose to make a painting of the sunny corner of Betsy's front room because it's the place she most likes to spend time with people who visit her home. It's also the place in her house where she keeps special things which relate to the memories of family and important people in her life. And it's a place that I feel is where I have loved ones who are no longer living are with me in some way, like things that are from my mother, my grandmother, my aunt, my father, mm -hmm. uh, people who are no longer living, who were so important to me. Um, I look around and I see their things, and mm -hmm. that that makes me feel mm -hmm. um, connected to them mm -hmm. still. Betsy described many of the special things sitting on and hanging above the dresser represented in the painting. Is In this dresser, this was also from my grandmother's house, and it's filled with old family photos. I have my, grand, my grandmother's um, letters that she wrote to my grandfather in about 1910 before oh, I got yes. married. And then things here, like this, this was like a coffee or a tea tin that came from great-grandparents on the other side of the family. That was the German side of my mother's family. And they had a store in um, 
the town that they lived in outside of Toledo, and this came from the store, and it's in that painting there. Um, these three paintings my aunt made, unfortunately, not long before she died of cancer in 1980, when she was only 60. But she gave me, she made those paintings in the hospital for me. I guess I just sort of like these these reflection things. Um, there's a Swedish horse up there that you can see is very similar in style. Um, Swedish rooster. rooster. So those things are all all really meaningful to me um, on my um, all from my mother's side of the family. Okay. Um, and there are things from my father's side. Um, um, and my father was Jewish, so that was a whole different okay. kind of side of the family that I have in other parts of the room. Uh-huh. But it's it's still the same kind of thing. It's uh-huh. the items connect me with the people. Mm-hmm. I was particularly moved by the way in which Betsy described those special things as connecting her with relatives who have passed away. Now let's take a look at the next painting. Look to the right for a painting of a spice rack. This is the home of Hillary Waldron. Hillary Waldron is a lifelong Chicago resident. Hillary has lived in Chicago's Lincoln Square neighborhood since 1992. I was so moved by the way Hillary described what home means to her. In a lot of ways, I think we kind of, I think of it as like a physical manifestation of like your memories a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like it's like the place where you keep all your memories, Mm -hmm. you know, because I'm very, as if you walk around, you'll see like I collect things and I'm getting better at it. I'm a little (laughs) bit of a hoarder in me, but um, they all have like connections and I'm also very visual. So I think Mm. I connect all my stuff to other things. And so for me, that's what it's a place to like keep all of that kind of and wrap my arms around it a little bit. Hillary described for me some of the special things that she keeps in her home. The spice rack was a letterpress box that belonged to my mother. Um, So I think it's like the mix of old stuff and like, almost all of this is inherent. Like I've gotten it from someone or Mm -hmm like tenants have left things behind Uh or like that's from the big tables from a woman at church for free. Like, um, so yeah, I think that definitely helps it make it feel more like me. The idea of home as a container that holds our special memories strikes me as a lovely way to think of it. And with that meaning in mind, it seems extra special to make a painting of the spice rack, which was a letterpress box that belonged to Hillary's mother. It is a physical container for things spices, but also special doodads and collectibles, and quite a nice metaphor for home as a place to contain our things, but also our memories. Now let's take a look at the next painting. Look to the right for a painting of a front porch. This is the home of Angie and Mel. Angie and Mel live in the upper unit of a two-flat in Andersonville. When Mel and Angie first started dating, They dated long distance, with Mel living in Chicago and Angie living in the Bay Area in California. Mel and Angie say that they spent a lot of time on the front porch during the first summer when Angie spent time in their current home. Yeah, I don't don't know. I think I like it. Yeah, I like different parts of it and I think different sort of seasons. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's it's really nice to sit on the front porch, I think. I think Mm -hmm. that's... Yeah, I think when we were first dating, too, that was, the front porch was an important place because, like, yeah, we had our, probably our first beer on the front porch, and, uh... Watched thunderstorms. And we watched thunderstorms, and, and she doesn't have thunderstorms where she comes from. Well, not very often. Not very often, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so, so that was kind of cool. The painting depicts the front porch where Mel and Angie spent time during their courtship, 
I think I was really drawn to paint the front porch because of the specificity of the memories associated with that particular spot in the home. A first beer shared there, thunderstorms watched. Now let's take a look at the next painting. Look to the right for a painting of an ivy-covered studio. This is the home of Diane Christensen. Diane Christensen has lived in Chicago's Wicker Park neighborhood for about 30 years. The painting I made depicts the entry to her studio from the backyard. Our interview took place in her studio because she said it is the place where she spends the most time and feels most at home. Well, right now it looks like a giant mess because there's so many things going on, but um, I love the light in here. I feel like it's a really spiritually connected place, like literally this ground. We've always joked that there's something in the earth that we, I mean, we have the world's biggest rhubarb plant and we have this like incredible garden, even if I do nothing, you know, just like there's something really fecund here. I decided to paint the backyard with view of Diane's studio because she describes the backyard as a place where she spends time when she is feeling joyful. I think I frequently am in the yard, in the garden, um, or the studio at my most joyful and happy and and like as a family and with our friends, we, f- we set up a big table in the backyard and eat, mm-hmm. eat meals there and hang out there. Now let's take a look at the next painting. Look to the right for a bright blue house. This is the home of... Rudy Gomez. Rudy has lived in Chicago his whole life. He has lived in West Rogers Park for 20 years in the same home, which he shares with his parents. Rudy rents the basement apartment. When I was driving down the street on the way to Rudy's house, I must confess that when I spotted the vibrantly blue stucco home with a meticulously maintained front yard, I thought, I hope that's the one. And it was indeed Rudy's home. The blue is distinct, and I was moved by the way in which Rudy is reminded of his home when he sees that shade of blue when he is away from home. The first thing is the blue paint. Yeah, that's <laughs> it stands, awesome. It stands out very much so. Uh-huh. When my cousin used to live here, he decided, hey, you know, let's make the house stand out. So the blue, and then automatically just, you, I see that shade of blue on other things, and like, oh, home, home, even if nowhere near. Uh, the other thing, like I said, the backyard, it's nothing special, but it's just, just hang out there, family comes over, we go out there. In addition to being a place where his family gathers, the backyard is also a place that Rudy goes when he's having a bad day. Out in, the, out in the backyard, we have a bunch of benches set up there, so it's just nice to sit out, just yeah. let the cool breeze, you know, just, just you know, feel relaxed. So. I made a painting of Rudy's backyard because it feels like the heart of this home. On the Saturday morning that I visited, members of his extended family had already begun to assemble on the back patio. Now let's take a look at the next painting. Look to the right for a painting of a porch swing. This is the home of Carol Krukoff. Carol and Larry Krukoff were married in 1963 and have lived in Chicago ever since. They have lived in their home in Jackson Park Highlands for 42 years. The house has a wonderful garden, backyard, and screened-in porch where the Krukoffs dine and where their cats would enjoy the outdoors. When Carol is feeling blue, she spends time on the porch swing on the back porch. Larry seeks solace in the kitchen. No, it's our back porch. We have a porch swing. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, she's, yeah, that's a, 
you know, I've seen her out there when she's blue and she's sitting on a swing port, swing bench, and it's very comforting. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a glass of wine and looking at the garden yeah. and mm -hmm. watching the birds yeah. and right. doing all that. That's my. I thing. think the kitchen for me is a it's yes. a wonderful place. It's a place of both creativity and work, and it's bright and uh, uh, it's lovely to be in. Really, mm -hmm. and I like reading the paper in there in the morning, mm -hmm. having my coffee, it's quiet, and then I can look out the backyard and I have my paper, and it's just wonderful, mm -hmm. delightful. I made a painting of the porch swing in the screened-in porch where Carol goes when she's feeling blue. Though I visited the Krukoff's home on a cold March day, I could imagine the delight of sitting on a porch swing in the summer months, drinking a glass of wine, looking out at the garden, and swinging gently. Now let's take a look at the next painting. Look to the right for a painting of a yellow pantry. This is the home of... Mike Burke. I'm Celeste Burke. Mike and Celeste Burke are lifelong residents of Chicago. They met when they were very young and working at Resurrection Hospital. We did. We, we met at Resurrection Hospital in 1968. We were both working there. And I worked in the lab and he was in... What Housekeeping. Do you Housekeeping. He just kept coming over and swooshing <laughs> She and had the most well-polished uh, my desk. <laughs> when I asked Mike and Celeste whether there was a particular place in their home where they go when they're feeling blue, I was immediately moved by Celeste's answer. I would always go in the pantry to get away and sit uh -huh. in there. I'd pull the phone in there. Just, that was my little, and to sit there and look at my recipe. That sounds odd. No, no I understand, that. yeah. I'd go in the pantry. Yeah. That was my place to get away. Yeah. I could totally relate to the appeal of holing up in a pantry. I can imagine the coziness of tucking away into this teeny nook and the sheer pleasure of flipping through recipes and thinking about cooking them. I knew nearly immediately that this is the space in their home I wanted to paint. Now let's take a look at the next painting. Look to the right for a painting of a kitchen. This is the home of Sam Martz, M-A-R-T-S. Sam has lived in Chicago since 1974 and in his Bucktown home with his partner Nicholas since 1986. Sam and Nicholas are collectors of things which are displayed intentionally in their parlor. The house is full of special nooks and carefully designed spaces. I realized there was something unique in the way that Sam and Nicholas use their home. I suppose, like most people, we spend most of our time together in the, in the kitchen, mm -hmm. at the kitchen table. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's a desk and a, and a social center and where we socialize with each other is at the table. Mm -hmm. so. And the dining table, by the way, is the center section of a pool table. It's, um, it has side pockets. Mm -hmm. and, um, and you can dance, you can literally dance on it. So... Um, <laughs> I guess we'll, particularly together, we'll spend at the dining table. Mm -hmm. And it's breakfast, lunch, and dinner for us. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. there. At each interview, I've asked, where do you eat a weeknight dinner? Nearly everyone has responded that they eat on the couch in the living room in front of the TV. Sam and Nicholas have made the kitchen and the kitchen table the heart of their home. Now let's take a look at the next painting. Look to the right for the painting of a view out the window to Lake Michigan.
This is the home of Lebanese Buchonyori. Lebanese, like many Chicagoans, is an immigrant to the U.S. He has lived in Chicago since 2005 and in Rogers Park for the last seven years. He is from Burundi and moved to Chicago after going to college in Michigan. There the painting was inspired by the way in which Lebanese described the experience of sitting on his couch and looking out the window. He has an extraordinary view of Lake Michigan from that window in his living room. The couch is special. The way it's placed next to that window, because in the summer you open, there's a good breeze. You know, it's a U-shaped building. There's a nice breeze that comes through. And so when you have the window open, then you sit down to watch TV or try to read a book. The breeze and the sound of the lake, just the waves, you you, you hear them. It's so beautiful and so relaxing and a good time to take a nice nap. (laughs) Now let's take a look at the next painting. Look to the right for a painting of a view of the skyline. This is the home of Roberta Feldman. Roberta has lived in Chicago for 35 years and in Lake Point Tower for 10 years. When I asked Roberta about the feelings she associates with home, she said that she associates home with a sense of security and familiarity, but also with drama. In her current home, the view provides the drama. I'm drama. I'm a drama queen. (laughs) So all my homes are very dramatic. (laughs) Mine are never understated and quiet. (laughs) Never, ever. And I like that. I mean, clearly here... Part of it is the view. Those dramatic views change through the seasons. God, this place is gorgeous in every season. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's in the winter, the ice on the, the lake, the patterns. Mm-hmm. And even in storms, it's mm-hmm. the storms, the skies are amazing. Mm-hmm. And in the summer, you know, it's all green. and mm-hmm. um, It's just really nice. There isn't a time that isn't you know, it's sort of pleasing um, here. Now let's take a look at the next painting. Look to the right for a painting of a brick house. This is the home of Hillary Gable. I interviewed Hillary on a beautiful summer day and we sat in her backyard for the interview. Hillary lives in Chicago's Edison Park neighborhood on an idyllic tree-lined street. Hillary's affinity for spending time outdoors is apparent in the tremendous care she and her husband have taken with their yard. Hillary shared some of the things that she likes about the neighborhood. But the neighborhood I wouldn't, there's nothing really I would change. It's a really fun neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Everybody here is like super friendly and mm-hmm. we have a big block party next weekend and mm-hmm. it's like the best. It's so fun. So. And so you, uh, you, is this a neighborhood where you know a lot of your neighbors? Yes. Yeah. And not that not that we knew a lot of them when we moved in prior to moving in, but everybody's like, well, when we moved in, there was like five houses all around here that were for sale. So all of our neighbor, including this one, all of our neighbors are new, are new too. Mm-hmm. You know, our young families or whatever that replaced the older people that lived there. So it's kind of like we all moved in at once. So there's that, you know, just natural kind of like camaraderie, I guess. My conversation with Hillary and visiting her home made me want to make a painting that depicted the view of Hillary's home from the street. The way in which Hillary described the upcoming block party felt so evocative of an American picture of home, and the flowers which line the front walk to Hillary's home seem to be ushering visitors in the front door, welcoming guests and greeting neighbors. Now let's take a look at the next painting. 
look to the right for a streetscape with three houses in a row. This is the home of Michael Barnum. Deborah Barnum. Michael and Deborah Barnum have lived in Chicago's Beverly neighborhood for 38 years. The Barnums were emphatic that there is nothing they would change about their neighborhood. Their street, in particular, means a lot to them. Not a thing. No, Love this street. No, no. This Love this street. This street especially. Yeah. Everyone on this block is so nice. We moved in. There was a few kids, but then as yeah. years go by, I mean, there was so many kids. Here. When we moved in, a little girl came knocked on our door. Do you have any kids? Yeah. Can I play with? <laughs> no. no. And I, I'm just, I, there's just something about this particular street. You can walk a block that way, a block this way, or over, or whatever, and there's just, it's just not the same. Mm -hmm. I, maybe it's just because we live on this block. Mm -hmm. There's just something about it that I like. A really great street. Thank you for joining me for the tour of my This Is Home exhibit. It's been a pleasure to share my work with you. If you'd like to learn more or to contact me, please visit thisishomechicago.com. I think I've said the word home. Yeah, you got it. Quite a bit. <laughs> yes.